Welcome back to the Strength and Speed Podcast. I'm your host, Strength and Speed owner and Cocker the Gauntlet Pro, Evan Preparis. Got a guest with me on the line. Before we get to him, though, quick word from this episode's sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Playout. Playout is a card game that allows you to work on your fitness pretty much in any environment, right? So it's a deck of cards, and rather than like the old school way of like assigning each you know suite of cards a you know a type of exercise and then doing a number. You know, this kind of simplifies it for you. It gives you an easy, medium, and hard level. You know, they've got a couple different decks. They've got one that's uh, it's called Play Out the Game, Play Out the Game 2, Play Out the OCR Game. Uh, obviously, I'd like the OCR Game the best because the movements are specifically designed to help you get better at OCR, right? So, like, it, it tells you what movement it's simulating, uh, which I think is super cool. And uh, they also have some, like, family versions. So, great game. Uh, I've been playing it with my kids. They always have a, a good time and it gets them active, gets them moving, and you can head over to playoutthegame.com and pick them up. Also, check out, take a look at mudrunguy.com. I've got a couple of reviews out about them. Playout, Playout 2 reviews out, Playout the OCR reviews out. That one's super old, not written by me, but it's it's been up there. And then uh, there's a comparison article coming out probably in the next couple of weeks. All right, let's get to today's guest. Today's guest is Van Tran. Uh, he's a 29-year-old. He's been running OCR since 2014, so we both entered OCR the same year, uh, which is cool. Um, got a lot of top finishes. Second overall at 2016 Battle Frog Extreme 24-hour. Handful of top three finishes at Savage Race. Currently a full-time registered nurse student and switching to focus the remainder of the year in 2022. Uh, we'll be geared toward uh, DecaFit, which is cool because we haven't had anyone that's kind of focused on DecaFit. And also as a podium that the all three Battle of the Lions events. Is that correct, Ben? Yes, sir. Yeah. That's correct. We got a second place, a two seconds and a first. Was that right? Right. Yeah. Second place in Dallas, um, Kansas, and first place in OKC this past weekend. Yeah. So, Van, welcome. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you know, You've, I've seen your name, and people have told, said your name to me dozens and dozens of times, right, uh, about what a great athlete you are and, and your performance. And, and then I was like, I literally know nothing about this dude. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> we, like, I need to get him on the podcast and talk to him. And then, um, you know, talking to you before the show started, I, I was like, have you been on a podcast before? And the answer is no, correct? No, this is my first time being on a, and, uh, on a podcast. That's wild. Again, because you've, you've had some top finish. You know, you, you've been on Savage Podiums, uh, Battle Frag Extreme, and, um, you know, just a ton American of... American Ninja Warrior. Yeah, yeah. I forgot to mention that. <laughs> How many seasons were you on American Ninja Warrior? Um, just once. It was one of those things that I was like, hey, let's put all my eggs in this basket and see how it pans out. Of course, I'm not a millionaire, so... <laughs> <laughs> so it did not pan out super well. No. But, uh... <laughs> It was a good experience, though. Yeah, totally. All right. Well, let's let's yeah. You know, again, since you haven't been on a podcast before, this is not. We won't be rehashing information for anyone. So let's start at the beginning, right? Where did you? So you've been running OCR since 2014. So how did you get involved? Because that was you must have been around 22 ish at the time. Yes. Yeah, so I um, in 2014, I just finished my Air Force service. And oh, Air Force veteran too. Oh, yeah. Why don't I Why don't we talk do. more? Why don't we talk more? okay i'm, I'm yeah, an army guy good. so gotcha uh yeah i read your bio you were like special forces or something right? yeah yeah still i'm still yeah. i'm i got about three years before i retire but oh awesome thank you for your service now well thank you for your service my pleasure <laughs> 
Uh, yeah. So after my military service, I was kind of, I uh, didn't know where I was going with fitness. I work out at a local YMCA, but I always love like competing and testing myself. And so I saw a, a Spartan advertise on TV. And I was like, yeah, let's, uh, let's sign up for one. Um, the closest one to me was in Austin. It's a super and sprint weekend. And I did that. And that was my first OCR race with Spartan Austin 2014. Gotcha. And I got hooked ever since. Yep. Yeah. I was going to say, did you, were you competing in other stuff at the time or were you, was like, you, you did the OCR, you found it and you're like, this is hundred percent what I'm in on. To be honest, like I, I like at that time, I, um, I love, I enjoy going to the gym and just lift weights, you know, mm-hmm. haven't, uh, I don't have a running background. I mean, I, I ran track and field and in high school, but that's about it. Yeah. Gotcha. And then what was it that kind of pulled you into uh, Spartan race or OCR in general? Hmm. I'm not too sure. <laughs> I like running. Uh, I don't love it. I like running, but running by itself is kind of boring for me. Having a mix of obstacles and stuff in there. It's kind of fun. And like I said, you know, I, I like competing and testing myself. I like competition. I just don't like training. <laughs> yeah you know I mean, what i mean yeah oh, totally i mean the competition is yeah. the best part but in order to yeah, I mean, yeah as you know right like in order to get that experience and get those wins and stuff like that you got to put in a lot of training when no one no one's watching and no one cares so. yes sir cool and then so um what would you consider your your specialty distance you know you mentioned you did ninja warrior i mentioned you uh second place finish at the one and only bfx extreme 24 hours you know what do you either like what's your specialty and what you like what do you like best well i like to think that i'm better at obstacles than i'm a runner um i i like playing with obstacles and i weigh like 125 pounds so it's, it's really easy for me to maneuver on uh, on like harder rigs and stuff that they would have at battle frogs and savage race but yeah i need to work on my running well, you, you're doing pretty good because you're beating, you're beating most of the Battle of the Lions field. Um, how, how tall are you just to uh, give people an idea? I'm 5'4", yeah. 125 pounds. Gotcha. Yeah, on a good day. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, so I'm looking at your, um, we're doing this over Zoom audio so I can see your uh, profile picture there. But like you, you look muscular, like not to be, not to be weird about it, right? <laughs> but like, you, I mean, you, you don't look like rail thin, right? Like, I mean, you, you look... you. Like looking at this picture, I would I would guess you're significantly heavier and a little bit taller because I don't have any reference points in the picture. No, um, I've been 125 pounds since the age of 18. Like since ever since high school, I've been 125. Gotcha. It doesn't matter what I do. Yeah, <laughs> you just it's been just a decade. <laughs> fast metabolism or training style? What do you think it is? Probably a combination of both. I think. Gotcha. I try, I try to put on weight, uh, before I would eat Papa John's pizza for like the whole week, like literally a large pizza with all the toppings that you can get for an entire week and wouldn't gain a pound or two. Yeah. And then when I was competing for American Ninja Warrior, I was training for American Ninja Warrior. I was trying to lose like five pounds. I was trying to get to from 125 to 120 and 
you know, eight months, nine months gone by, like I can't lose four or five pounds. It's ridiculous. I'm stuck at 125. Nice. So take me through, you know, what your normal kind of training week looks like uh, currently. Um, Monday is always my recovery day. Um, Start of the week because I hit Sunday pretty hard. Sunday, I I normally do a race sim um, when I go to a local trail and um, run like an all-out effort, 100% effort. 90 minutes or an hour and a half uh, so monday is my recovery day and then tuesday i hit it hard again normally like a tempo pace run or a threshold and pretty much like that you know a hard day then an easy day a hard day easy day gotcha all right and we're going to jump back in time because i want to hear about you know you got to do the one and only bfx extreme which I was jealous because I was overseas at the time, so I did not get it. I did not get to run that one. Uh, tell me a little bit about uh, that event. So I'm still new to the OCR game, and I just kind of want to try out the different length, of course, like the sprint and the ultra, you know. Mm-hmm. And I love Battlefrog. Battlefrog was like, uh, I don't know, it was a good fit for me because their obstacles are hard, and I excel with the hard obstacles because I'm a slower runner compared to, you know, a lot of the elite guys out there. Yeah. So I, I signed up for it like a week before I flew to um, Orlando. I think it was Orlando or Miami. Stayed with a friend of mine. And then, yeah, I just kind of run that race. Didn't really train for an ultra. Didn't know what to expect. Um, now that I have some experience, like you're supposed to eat throughout a 24-hour race. I didn't know that back then. So... <laughs> I just brought like a bunch of goo gels, um, some Pedialyte's powder mix, and a few gallon of water. That's it. Yeah, that was my nutrition <laughs> for 24 hours, just goo gels and water and electrolytes. Gotcha. I mean, you seem to do pretty well. How did your stomach feel during it? Um, during it, no problem, to be honest. Yeah, but I was super hungry, like 12 hours in, like I was crashing so bad. And the guy that I stayed with, his name was, his name is Matthew Morgan. He used to run a lot of OCR. I don't know what he's doing nowadays, but um, yeah, he would go uh, get food for me, (laughs) like miso soup. I remember he brought me some miso soup and um, some donuts, some gummy bears. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so that helped out a bunch. Have you, uh, have you, after that experience, have you thought about doing World's Toughest or have you done World's Toughest? I did. Um, the year after Battlefrog, I did World's Toughest um, when it was in Las Vegas. And I, uh, I ran 50 miles. I couldn't handle the weather and the elevation. Um, not the elevation, but the, you know, the elevation changes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it's, it's really hilly out there in the desert of Las Vegas. And I'm from San Antonio. It's super flat here. Um, so, yeah, I, I dropped out after 50 miles, I think. I got really, really cold, um, and my feet wasn't, you know, hurting really, really bad. So yeah, I was yeah. like, nope, I'll come back next year. And I never did. <laughs> <laughs> now, give give our, our listeners a comparison between, like, what 
uh, kind of some of the difference between the BFX 24 and the world's toughest uh, from your, your experience? It's a hundred percent different. I would say, I mean, it, it's an ultra course. It's a 24 hour um, endurance race. That's the only similar similarity um, that they share. But battle frogs have really, really hard obstacles, and it's really dense in a five-mile course. Whereas tough mudder, um, their obstacles kind of, you know, I don't want to trash talk tough, tough mudder, but their obstacles are um, kind of easy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They're, they're easy, they're especially when silly. you compare them to, you know, Battle of the Lions or Conquer the Gauntlet or Battle Frog, right? Or right, Savage, right? right? Yeah, exactly. I, I, they're more designed for teamwork and more designed, uh, honestly, because they've been doing world stuff. It's like whenever that, I think I'm, I'm speculating here, whenever they build an obstacle, they think about it also like, well, where does this fit in the, in our normal obstacle lineup for like world toughest and toughest mudder, right? So right, it's got to right, be doable, correct. you know, several times and it's supposed mm -hmm. to one all out effort. Sorry. Keep going. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's the difference is, Battle Frog obstacle is really hard compared to um, Tough Mudder. But Tough Mudder terrain, since it's always been in Vegas, I think, right? Or at least when I did it, it was in Vegas. It was super hard. And, uh, you know, Battle Frog held their 24-hour event in Miami, which is like on a sandy beach, is super flat. Yeah, so if, if you can, um, if, you're, if you're used to running on flat grounds and you're good on obstacles, then you're pretty well set up for to win battle frog or to, to podium at battle frog yeah if, if i would have known that that was going to be the one and only bfx 24 and it was they were going to go out of business i would have i would have tried to fly back for it because that was the uh, yeah but no one knows at the time yeah that, you know, yeah they were going down so yeah that so that was the i was in uh i was uh, deployed to lebanon that year so i actually flew back from lebanon to vegas for world toughest in 2015 um so yeah it, it was quite a trip and i did not do well because the time zone shift is was brutal but um, yeah i would have done it again for bfx Dude, how, how do you quick quick question how do you train when you're deployed so it really depends you're on, on deployment yeah it really depends on the deployment you know um that that deployment i was in lebanon so i actually worked at the u.s embassy and i would just uh, the embassy had a compound and basically I would do loops around the compound. So all the guards knew who I was because I'd wake up in the morning and the, the compound was only, uh, I mean, it was probably, wasn't even a half a mile. It was probably like a half mile around maybe. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it was like on the side of a hill. So the terrain was awful. Um, so my pace was obnoxiously slow. Um, but I would just do loops. Like literally I would just run around the, the, the perimeter of the compound all day. Um, other That's deployments crazy. I've done, um, Similar stuff. Uh, a lot of the my my earlier deployments when I was going to Iraq uh, was before I got into OCR and before I, I basically used it as an off season. A lot of times I would stop running completely for a couple months, and then as I got closer to the end of the deployment, I would start doing loops of the compound uh, again because it's really boring. So I try not. I try to be able to like stack all my endurance training at the end those last like three months, and then I would usually try to run a marathon on the base at some point, uh, sometimes on a treadmill, which was also awful. Uh, it, was, <laughs> it was just like, it was like a forcing function to like get me to do something and be like, well, I have to run today because I'm going to run a marathon in two weeks, which is going to be painful. Um, and then that way I'm, I've recover 
and then kind of come back home and at least have a little bit of endurance training back under my belt. But yeah, mostly gotcha. it's mostly lifting and uh, consuming no explode and um, eating protein. No powder. explode. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> old school. That's some old, that's old school pre-workout right there. Yeah. <laughs> that was like the first pre-workout that I'd ever even heard of. Good stuff. Yeah. You, you know, you've been involved in OCR since 2014, uh, which is uh, quite a while, especially, you know, I, I just reading uh, one of my teammate Ashley Samples post and she was commenting today, basically like she's been getting burned out and uh, she's kind of taken a, taken a step back and she like basically cleared her calendar for the rest of the year. And the only one she's doing is conquer the gauntlet 10 year anniversary event uh, coming up in early September. Mm. You know, so how are you, you know, keeping that motivation to keep coming back and keep performing well uh, since 2014? Um, to be honest, Evan, I don't think I've really, uh, tap my my full potential yet in ocr because every year i've been doing it like i'm i've been in school for such a long time and i don't i don't believe that i've put in a lot of work over the years to really you know uh perform my best and i hope to do that in 2022 uh, because i'm going to wrap up my uh my degree and just switching, you know, focus to train full time. And because I'm approaching 30, so I, I want to give it my, my last shot uh, and, you know, compete at my best and then, and then call it quits, I think, after, after that. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So you still have unfinished business, still, uh, still haven't reached your peak. Got it. How often are you racing each year, approximately? I... I would say about 10 races a year. Okay. That's, that's a decent number. I mean, that's, that's probably, that's a lot for most people. Yeah. That's solid. And then tell me about, um, so you decided to come out to a bunch of the battle of the lions this year. Uh, tell me about kind of that decision and you know, what your experience has been so far at them. Well, in 2020, uh, I didn't get to race at all because of the pandemic and I, um, I didn't do anything over there. I didn't compete. I didn't do any trail running over there uh, while I was working for them. Basically, I did a lot of drinking and partying uh, for two years. Yep. And where were you? Sorry, you broke up a little bit. Um, I, I was in Vietnam working okay. for my uh, my family's. Uh, you know, they own some business over there. Nice. Yeah. So I was I was over there for 2018 and 2019. Then I came here. I came back to the U.S. in 2020. And uh, COVID hit and all the race was canceled. The only race I, I got to do in 2020 was Savage Race Dallas. So in 2021, I'm like, dude, I'm going to try to do as many races as I can because I don't know how long it'll last, you know? And so Battle of the Lion came out and I'm like, oh, man, uh, I check out their obstacles. Like, oh, these are some really tough obstacles. Like, I, I want to I go do some of them. So, yeah, that's, that's how I got into Battle of the Lions. Gotcha. And, you know, you're one of the group of people that's done all three so far. You know, how would you compare the, uh, the feel of the th kind of the three different courses? Because you've done the grip, you've done the strength, and you've done the endurance one. I think, I think more people should try Battle Alliance, to be honest, so we can get some good competition in there. Because um, in all three races, I think my main competition was Vic Victor Gazeta and uh brent brent has Hast, yep. i don't know how to say his last name 
That's right. And some some other some other guys. Obviously, you. Um, I think I your name came into my mind, popped into my head when I was doing the OKC because I know you've been a you known for being a longer distant guy, right? Yeah. So I was like, yeah, look look out for Evan, you know, like see what he's doing, <laughs> maybe pays off for you. <laughs> And then, um, yeah, you know, okay. See, Brent like took out doing that. Yeah, he he always he always goes out hard. The um, I felt I felt a little bit still run down from toughest mutter, uh, which was a couple of weeks before that. So I was to kind of let my body warm up into it, and um, my plan was to, you know, kind of speed up as the event went on and. Uh, it worked kind of, uh, kind of ran out of time. So I guess I should have gone out a little harder at the beginning, but uh, I wasn't really feeling it. At the so time. you, you ran, you ran a 12 hour course. Cause that's what toughest is, right? Toughest is a 12 hour course. Right. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was a couple and, of weeks ago. And then, and then show up to, but still, man, like it, it takes a while to recover from, um, running a long distance like that. Yeah. At least for me, it, it, it normally takes about a week or two for me to fully recover and within that you know two weeks i can't really train you know yeah, yeah. i yeah. kind of did something similar um the week before battle alliance okc i was down in uh, in houston area competing in an all-day event um called the grit games hosted by grit fitness yeah yeah and that was literally the week before um, battle, um, battle alliance, uh, OKC. So I didn't know how I was going to perform, you know, going into uh, a 13, 15 mile race. Cause I've never run that long in a long time. So, but I'm, I'm glad I did well. Yeah, it, it was fun. The, um, again, for me personally, I'm, I'm more of an ultra guy. So like I need, I wanted slash needed, uh, a one or possibly several more laps. Um, yeah try to close the distance a little more but um it, it was interesting again because uh i actually had brent on the podcast a couple of weeks ago and we were talking about like who to watch out for and you know we we're saying like the you know the 15 mile range is like above most people's kind of uh comfort range such like yeah. what they train for but it's below what most of the endurance people like me train for right so it's like this weird gray area so we were kind of curious to see how things were going to play out. And um, yeah, honestly, that, you know, that race, it could have been anybody's race, man. Yeah. So it yeah. was a lot of people went out real hard that first lap. I was shocked. Um, what about the uh, what do you think of the bucket carry on the first lap? Um, let's not talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still I'm still feeling it in my neck. <laughs> That was two weeks ago. Dude, that was ridiculous. That's got to be like at least, I don't know, like one kilometer carry, you know? So, that was so, a heavy bucket too, yeah. Yeah, people, people were saying it was like 0.75 miles. I was not. So, was not, yeah, a little over a kilometer. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, that was that was uh, not fun. <laughs> yeah, so Thanks, we, end, Sid. Yeah. <laughs> we ended up the, uh, basically all the elite men took the, I'm not sure what happened if the, uh, if the, we took a wrong turn there or I th or if someone had ripped down the tape, I know it was, so the race was held at a park and uh, so there was tape everywhere. And some of the like walkers were like, thought it was garbage and were like pulling up the course markings. 
I I blame Brent for leading that race. That sounds fair. Because everybody followed him, you know? It was like, oh, he's carrying it that way, so I'm going to go that way. I don't yeah. want to get lost, you know? Yeah, I, I, I'll concur with that. <laughs> yeah. So, it's always fault. Yeah. But, it, yeah, it was good. And, you know, some of the – I know some of the, the ladies I was talking to were like, oh, I thought they were going to make the obstacles easier because it was the endurance one. And, like, honestly <laughs> – they were pretty it's harder. They were basically the same obstacles that they're at their normal race. You just have to do them multiple times. Well, they, they switched, uh, they switch up the Valkyrie, right? Instead right. of going up and down, it's like you have to climb up a rope, start down on the obstacle and then go back up and then come down a rope. So that was, that was an interesting twist. And then they added a, a new obstacles in there when you have to, Ah man, it was like a four by four that you gotta climb up and then it'll tilt and then you have to kind of you know hop over to a, a metal bar and repeat that twice. That yeah, was so, interesting. So that was uh Legaf. It's originally from Northman Race up in uh Canada. And uh oh, yeah. So people who've been to OCRWC or NORAM would recognize it. Um I will say though, the the way Sid built it the they didn't tilt as easy right so i got on there expecting it to tilt just like it did at the uh, previous ones i'd done and it wasn't it wasn't flipping over and i was like what the so i the my first lap i actually fell off of it um because i was like what i'm wasting energy so i I jumped off grabbed grabbed a drink of water and kind of re re-attacked it but um yeah for any any of our listeners that want to see it more in depth we've got a on the conquer the gauntlet protein page we're going to post a technique video uh for it where um i think amy Padgett maybe oh no miranda huber maybe and uh scott rosecki go through it and kind of show you that miranda i think uh yeah that name sounds familiar i think she was at um the great games she was yeah i think her team yeah. won if i remember correctly or- that's right yeah she competed in the team event yeah her team did win first place yeah yeah so t- uh since we're on that uh, actually, let me finish up Battle of the Lions, then we'll jump o- back over to the Great Games because I want to hear more. Okay, about sounds that. good. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, I thought Battle of the Lions was just a ton of fun. The the endurance one, and um, for those of you who listened to the Brent the Brent podcast, it was almost a repeat of exactly what happened at the Conquer the Gauntlet Continuum race. So he was he was on the you know uh, what you call it uh, the collector, uh, the low the rig, yeah. yeah, low rig weaver, low rig, and um, I was a couple minutes behind him and he, he was cramping. So his, his foot was leg was cramping. So he like was basically stuck there. And uh, I caught up to him and someone was like, there's only two people to finish. And I, I blew through that thing. And as I was going across, he cramped. Completely. I watch you. I watch you uh, pass Brent. Um, yeah. And I was like, dude, I can see it in your face. You wanted it so bad, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. one of those times where that like, it's awesome. You know, I, I was running hard because you know it's always at, it's always anyone's race when mandatory obstacle completion until yeah. until you cross the finish line. And uh, but I wasn't expecting I wasn't expecting to see him there. Um, so it was it was a surprise. And uh, yeah, they they said it, and I was like, oh, it is on. And uh, I love Brent; he's my teammate. But you know, in racing, it's it's every man for himself at that point. So yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. No, so it's, I, a, it's a friendly competition. Um, even when I compete with some of my teammates um, on the good team, you know, 
but yeah, we're we're just out there doing our best and hope hoping to push each other to to you know be better and uh, and elevate each other. That's all. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and when I crossed the finish line, I mean, I I, I collapsed after because that I was running so hard, and I think you were. So I'm doing the final, the very final obstacle is like a a rope drag or something. Uh, right. Yeah, and yeah, you're like. I was- you, I, I'm on, still dude. going hard, and you're like, yeah, I'm like, come like, on, dude. <laughs> you're like, yeah. he fell, and I was like, Ugh. I was like, I, gotta, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think you, you, uh, you heard what I said because you were just like so in the zone at that time, and you're, you know, you're focused on, you know, your focus was to cross the finish line. It's, it's like that for me too. Like when I'm racing, people are cheering me on or whatever, telling me, you know, coaching me on the obstacle. I'm like, no, I, I didn't hear you because <laughs> I was trying to do what I got to do there to win <laughs> yeah it's um, yeah. i mean I, visually and auditory i'm like almost every, completely tunnel vision right like or tunnel hearing right i got mm-hmm. i have no idea what's going on um that's why i always think it's funny jason williams I always posts pictures of him like posing in front of the camera um at race photos and i was like i don't even see the race photographer like ever like i can count on one hand the number of times i've seen a race photographer and i run races like every other weekend so um it's completely tunnel vision there yeah yeah, let's talk about uh, Grit Games. I want to know more about that. Tell us a little bit about that event. <sighs> grit Game. Grit Game is, dude, how do I describe Grit, grit Game? It's, honestly, it's like a CrossFit day of OCR. You know, there's five events that spread throughout the day. It starts from like 7 in the morning um, to 5 p.m. Yeah, and the five events, it, they will test you on um, strength, speed, obstacle proficiency, um, endurance, and, and OCR specific. They literally have an OCR race in the middle of the day. Yeah. So I, I signed up for GRIT last year. Like, like I said, you know, last year, COVID hit us hard, everybody. And I was like trying to search around for race and competition to do. And so um, I did grit for the first time last year. Didn't do really well because I don't know what it is, uh, what it was. Didn't know how to train for it. Uh, Victor won uh, last year. And I'm like, man, I really want to beat Victor. So I came back. Um, I came back strong in 2021. Yeah. I took a month off of work in July and trained for it. And result shows, you know. Nice. Then how did you end up doing? Um, I won. Okay, that's what I figured. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and you're also on the uh, the grit fitness uh, protein there, correct? Y- yes, sir. Yeah, right on. It's a great team, man. I I love the people. It's the people that makes the place. I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we uh, we just had Kate uh, Bikerwitz on the podcast about two episodes ago, and uh, yeah, Matt Campy. Yeah. yeah, Matt Matt Campione used to be on my team. Uh, Back in the day, a couple of years ago. So uh, another great guy who's been at Battle of the Lions this year. Yeah, Matt's awesome, dude. Love him. Yeah. We so, went we went back, uh, you know, in Battlefrock days, like 2014, 2015. We'd do road trips together and compete together in a lot of the Battlefrogs um, competition. Yeah, he used to be all over the uh, the racing scene back then. So yeah, it was funny. I was talking to him this uh, that Battle of Alliance, and he's like, "Yeah, you know, I was obviously like big into OCR a couple of years ago, and then I like I kind of took some time off and came back." He's like, "And now like people don't know who I, <laughs> like people don't know who I am, you know, 
like he was saying at a Spartan race, they, you know, when they call people forward, they called his name forward and people were like, who the hell is this guy? He's like, yeah, <laughs> like, oh, I'm, I used to that happened. Three. That happened to me for the first time this year. They call out my name in Austin and in Dallas. And I'm like, oh, um, me. <laughs> and I, I think Luke Haltman was like, yeah, man, like they call your name. I'm like, OK, like I haven't run Spartan race in like three, four years, but I appreciate it. Appreciate the love. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So, Evan, have you uh, have you done um, have you competed in the grits game, the grit game before? I have not. No, dude, um, you you should try it next year. It's super fun, dude. Like literally, it tests every aspect of fitness. It's it's a, it's a really really cool event. I would recommend it to a lot of people. Gotcha. I'll have to keep uh, keep an eye out and see if it fits well into my schedule next year. Yeah, and it, it's in sure. San Antonio. Is that right? It's uh it's in Houston. Houston, um, okay. Houston area. Yeah. It's a bit of a bit of a trip for me. So I might have to fly. But yeah, okay. Right on. I have been down the Houston. I ran the Houston Marathon way back 2005. Yeah, way back 2005. All I can say is it's super hot, super humid. Um, yeah, <laughs> hot and humid. You know, Texas weather. G- give us some of the examples of some of the events you guys did. I, I know you. I know you gave like the categories, but like you know. Yeah. So um, to start out with a strength event, it's. You run a 400-meter lap. That's your buy-in. And then there's six stations. There's six exercise and movement that you would do for 30 minutes. And, um, you know, the more, the, more, um, the more exercise you do, then you rack up the points that way. It's like a bucket carry, um, farmer's carry, then a, a, a kind of like a tire flip, but they use a, a railroad um tie like a like a wooden beam you know what i'm talking about yeah yeah um there's a herc hoist which is like extremely hard over the shoulder sandbag over the shoulder 100 pounds which is like how much i weigh really so that's the strength event and then the next event is speed which is a bird 400 have you ever heard of bird 400 or or did the bird 400 i have not done it but i'm generally familiar i do burpees and then I run a quarter yeah, mile, a, do burpees, run a quarter mile, do burpees, repeat. Right, for, for 24 minutes total. Ugh. So you start a, a three-minute um, timer, and within that three minutes, you run 400 meters, and then whatever's left of that three minutes, you do burpees, and you're, the accumulation of the burpees is your point. So it, uh, it doesn't really cool. – yeah, you, you have to run kind of somewhat fast, but you got to have some gas left in the tank to knock out a lot of burpees or as many burpees as you can, because that's, you know, that's how you get your, um, your points. Yep. And then after the speed, after the speed event, um, they'll test your obstacle proficiency. They have an 80 foot rig, um, of obstacles that you got to complete and you only get one, one chance to do it. Um, it's distant over time. So the further you go, the more points you get. But let's say you and I fell off at the same, uh, same place and whoever got there first obviously um, uh, gets more points. Got it. Yeah. And then the fourth event is an OCR race. We're all familiar with OCRs, you know, running and obstacles. Um, the fifth event is endurance. It's like 
a last man standing. Everybody start out at the same time, and whoever lasts the longest wins that event. And um, they have you start out with um, an assault bike for calories, moving to a wall sit and or farmers carry, and then go back to the assault bike, and then you do something else like a, a dead hang, and then go back to the assault bike, and then you just keep going until the last person. And what was really cool this year was, do you know who, who Dylan Scott is? Uh, I know the name. I don't think I've, I've met him. Yeah. So if, if you watch like high rocks or if you follow high rock recently, he, he took second place um, in the American championship series, I think. Yeah. yeah one was, spot ahead of Brent. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now, yeah. Yeah. There we go. That guy is is phenomenal athlete, dude. Like his ability on the assault bike and just dead hang is second to none. Like I was really, really impressed. <laughs> that dude is a monster on on the assault bike. <laughs> nice, cool. Sounds like a great event, and uh, I really like the kind of hybrid fitness approach there. That's a little a little weighted towards OCR, but it's got a lot of different aspects in there. That's yeah. that's really cool. So you mentioned earlier that uh, you spent some time in Vietnam. So did you get to do any races while you were there in Southeast Asia? I signed up for a Spartan race um, and some trail, like some 50K trail, trail running, uh, trail race. But I didn't do it because of work schedule and traveling and stuff like that. Yeah. Not too bad. Yeah, they, uh, there's a series in Malaysia called Viper. Uh, I'm not sure if they're still operating, but they they held a 24-hour race back in 2015. And uh, I know Jung Young Pak went out there, and I was like, oh, that's cool. I'd go to Malaysia for a 24-hour race. And then uh, – I actually – yeah, I actually looked that one up when I was over there. Um, I don't think they, uh, they're still doing that. I, I know they, they only held a 24-hour race once, uh, so I know that's not on the schedule. But I think they they might still be doing shorter races. Maybe not. I don't know. I haven't looked into it recently. Yeah, I definitely want to uh, do some some um, races overseas in twenty twenty two. This I'm trying to work something in my schedule. Yeah, it's cool. It's a, it's a different experience. I uh, I recommend doing a brand that's not in America, so something that's uniquely overseas specific. Uh, just oh man, because I was thinking about doing you know like Deca in Europe or something. <laughs> see, I, I see. I, you, to me, then, then you're going to get a product you get in the U.S., but it's going to be like you're going to be constantly comparing it. You're going to be like, oh, I like the, the, the ball we use in America better, or I like the sled we use. You're right, like, because um, that's what I did. For, for, I, I, for, I'm yeah, sorry, go ahead. Go for it. I did a tough mutter, a toughest mutter, an eight-hour one in U.K., and at the whole time I was like, oh, I like the monkey bars in America better. And like, <laughs> wh- why, why do they only have one upper body obstacle when in America we had like three at the time per lap? And uh, so versus yeah, I, so if, I, for- if I go to a completely different race, I don't have any expectations. So it's just like, oh, this is. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. No, it's, uh, I understand where you're coming from. But for me, like I want to do a race, you know, in, in Europe or in Asia because um, I just I like to travel and, and see new places. And competition is competition, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I like to train for something <laughs> so I can somewhat uh, put myself in a good position in, in a competition. But, yeah. Right on. Any uh, 
any big trips planned once the kind of COVID restrictions loosen and everything kind of opens back up completely? Um, no, I, I talked to one of my teammates about possibly doing a race in the Netherlands. Other than that, I'm still looking around, still planning. I mean, 2022 is still a long way out for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have a lot of stuff going on with especially school. Um, so yeah, my finals coming up in two weeks. So I'm trying to, you know, study. Should yeah. I get a good test test grade? Yeah. So how are you balancing your school to fitness life uh, ratio there, or how are you making that work? I start my day early, like around five five thirty. I knock out my run in before I um, before I go to class, and then I kind of use my class as an um, a rest period. So after after class, I would do another workout, like a, a strength session, lifting or something like that. Yeah. And then go to bed pretty early, like around 9, 9.30. Gotcha. And it's, yep, it's like that Monday to Monday through Sunday and then repeat. <laughs> and, you, you know, I mentioned in your bio at the beginning that you're going to be focusing on DecaFit in the future. So your lifting sessions kind of focused on that right now? Or yes, yes. I think it's going to be better for me um, schedule-wise because DECA is such a, a short event. I think it's a 30 minute workout, um, essentially. Yeah. So the training is going to be really, really different. I don't, I don't think I'm going to be putting in as much running as I do for OCR training. Still got to run, but it's, uh, you know, shorter runs, um, higher, faster pace, basically like 400s and 800 repeats. Gotcha. And what's, what's drawing you into the DecaFit over, let's say, High Rocks? It's just uh, new. Like, I haven't competed in Deca, so I kind of want to test that out. And I was thinking about High Rocks, man, but I'm 125 pounds. And that, you know, that sled is like four times my weight. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, man. This sounds like a bad idea. <laughs> Maybe I'll test it out in the future. Uh, we'll see. But, yeah. Give our listeners some of the events in DecaFit just so they're they're tracking. Uh, DecaFit is ten zone of reverse lunges. Um, reverse lunges. I start out, yeah, reverse lunges, and then um, concept two rower, box over, sit ups, skiered, farmers carry, assault bike ball over like dead ball over either mm. your shoulder or a wall a tank push pull kind of like a sled you push and pull and then you finish off with ram burpees yeah Interesting. 10 10 stations with 500 meters of running in between so a five total of five uh, kilometer gotcha all right sounds exciting sounds good Good yeah, stuff. I'm, I'm really excited to test that out. Yeah. All right. I think we're going to start kind of wrapping things up here. Uh, any final shout outs you want to give Ben, friends, family, sponsors, whatever. Besides grit fitness. <laughs> yeah. I'm, uh, shout out to grit fitness. They're an awesome group of people. Um, you know, I love every teammate and, uh, Everybody that I, I compete with, basically, are good people. 
Right on. Yeah, can't wait. Can't wait for you to, you know, try out Grit Games 2022, man. If you can fit it in your schedule, I highly recommend it. it it'll be a, a good experience. Right on. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely be uh, keeping an eye out for it now. So, um, and then before we go, we always like to ask people, tell us something people would be surprised to know about you. So. There's not, nothing surprising about There's me. nothing surprising about you. <laughs> nope. I'm just a normal guy. Normal guy. All right. Well, I see. Uh, I'm looking yes, at your sir. picture. You got, you got a, looks like you got a big uh, thigh tattoo there. What's, what's your thigh tattoo? Um, it's a koi fish. <laughs> okay. Koi fish. What's the significance? Any? Uh, it shows perseverance. Okay. Right on. I like it. All right. Hey, thank, thank you for having me on your podcast, Evan. Yeah, it was, it was great talking to you. Great getting to know you a little better. Like I said, I've, I mean, I've, I've seen you at races. I've, I've seen you on podiums here and there. Um, so it's, um, you know, nice to learn a little more about you and uh, get you get your name out there a little more. And yeah, yeah. Hopefully to see uh, see you more on the um, out on the course in twenty twenty two. And I, I hope Battle of the Lions, uh, you know, comes back and. Uh, Hopefully they have something here in, in Texas. It's not too far. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, they, they got, they opened 2022 registrations already. So yeah, uh, I saw that. Yeah. So looking good. And just, awesome. uh, I know the, if we want more, if we want more obstacle lanes, I know we need more people, right? Like you can only yeah, for build, sure. build mm-hmm. so much. And um, it, I haven't really, I haven't really, it's not quite a problem yet. Right. But like, it could be a problem if you, uh, yeah, we get too, or if we get more people, but not not enough where like it, it creates enough funding where you can build more lanes. So right, yeah, it's it's tough, man. It's tough to balance between the two. Yeah. All yeah. right. Well, great talking to you, Van. And I will see you. Are you coming to the final Battle of Alliance or? Um, what's the date for that? Do you know? It's Little Rock, I believe it's August 9th. I mean, not August ninth. Oh. I'm sorry. Um, October 9th. October 9th. I think there is a Savage in Dallas, which I already signed up, but if it's on a different week, then yeah, I, I will be there for sure. Gotcha. All right. Yeah. I want to, I want to say I did all four in 2021, you know? Gotcha. All right. Yeah. Well, again, awesome. Good. Thank you, Evan. All right. We'll catch you later. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.